0: Hello, friends and neighbors. Thanks for joining us. Smash that subscribe button. Hit that like. It helps the channel grow, and we can't thank y'all enough for your support. Benny, where can they find us on social media,
1: brother? Yeah, you can find us Ray Benny Sports. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.
0: We got some hot NFL topics to chat about. We got Ray and Benny's updated CFL power rankings. We got some shout-outs. But uh let's start off with that disappointing. Oh, bomber game. You got, you well, know, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I probably will know what to say in a bit, but.
1: You, you know what? It, it's 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 hard, right? Because, I mean, we haven't seen the Bombers get beat like that in how many years now? Uh, you know, so we're so used to not those games not happening where the defense doesn't look like they have much life in the game or that, the you know, the opposing offense is scoring at will and bombing balls and, you know, Carlos is throwing interceptions and stuff. It was a weird game. The, the, you know, the Bombers were were not in it. Uh, I mean, they were in it at the beginning, and then slowly, it's like they phased out, came back in, fought back. But to me, the D was just not on it, and the mistakes by Carlos uh, sunk them.
0: Yeah, Hamilton kicked their ass. Yeah. Without a shadow yeah. of a doubt, can't take anything away from Hamilton here. Usually, it's Bombers on the end, other end of this one, uh, and usually in a larger margin. But uh, Hamilton, no sacks allowed no turnovers by Evans who threw 5 TDs over 300 yards. Uh they had less penalties and penalty yards than the Bombers, 130 yards rushing on this Bomber defense. Yeah. That's crazy. And it all starts at the trenches. Hamilton's yeah, it, O-line dominated,
1: dominated. the line. That, that's a nice word and in this case yeah, it was it was domination. I mean, yeah. they couldn't get any pressure. Uh Evans had a clean pocket, you know, and, the, and that just led to Issues with the rookie cornerbacks, and of course, even our own, you know, the veteran quarterbacks. You know, Winston Rose even got beat on a long TD, but it was even more telling for the uh, for the rookies. Parker was having trouble out there, so not a good game all around. Again, yeah. this is one toss it in the toss it in the wastebasket. Uh, take their bye week, get get some fresh legs, and yeah, we're gonna have to see. You know, can these DBs hold up? Is Demario Houston going to be back? We know Nick Taylor is probably not back. Yeah. Houston should be back later in the season, but. Good time you for buy, yeah. Good time and for buy to get healthy, yeah, and get these guys a little bit more ready.
0: Yeah, maybe don't throw that game tape out too quickly because coaching also was an issue. The failure to adjust and make adjustments on the fly, eh, unbelievable. Like they couldn't get any pressure on with four man uh, four man rush. So why not start sending Adam Big Hill, whose name you barely heard, yeah, until he got like what his eight hundredth tackler was. He, he, he achieved something that game. Uh, so his name was Silent, so it was Willie Jefferson,
1: yes, big time.
0: Jeff Coke got hurt. Uh, and Buck Pierce, he, he, he's got to adjust to that blitz. Same thing happening against Montreal, and if they can't figure that out come playoff time, teams are gonna really go after that blitz and really put Claros under pressure. And It's not gonna be pretty,
1: yeah. That, that first drive by Winnipeg on offense was a thing of beauty. Buck Pierce called it perfectly, Claros executed. Um, And then after that, it was a mismatch, right? Like you said, the the pressure, even on the uh, TD, that they Claros fumbled. You know, guys coming off free. Sometimes Claros is just going to have to take that sack instead of trying it. You know, he's Mr. Escapability sometimes, right? He can get away, but sometimes just take that sack, live for another play. Um, There was the other one where they were driving. And then they uh, put Prukop in on second and five. And Ridiculous! Why do you? Whatever do that? they ran there, man. And Carlos was is still in rhythm and he's starting to heat up he and was then, cruising. Yeah, and then you end up kicking a field goal there, and then instead of possibly getting a touchdown. So yeah, they outsmarted themselves. Richie Hall didn't seem like there was much adjustments there. Um, no. And then uh, yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't a good one all around at all. And like you say, coaching is is to blame as well.
0: Yeah, like Evans looked. He looked like a pro. He looked
1: like a frigging star.
0: Wow! Yeah. And if they're just finding their rhythm now, I I said this last week. Yeah. If they start playing well and go on a roll, there's a team that's a team you don't want to face in the East Division. And wow, if they look like that, they can beat anyone. If you can beat the Bombers like that, you can beat anyone.
1: Yeah. Let's see if they can do it for a second game in a row. The big game against Montreal coming up this week. So let's see if they can do it. Uh, And keep that consistency consistency going. And Evans, you know, he's going to be under pressure against Montreal. That D-line's pretty good. So we'll see if that goal line uh, for Hamilton can keep him upright again.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And like we said earlier, Bombers on a well-needed buy, especially for the secondary. And uh, yeah. And I think also about that, when uh, Buck Pierce, they figured out the blitz then. They put Michael Couture in as like a tight end. And they're yeah. rolling with that and then they put crew in, uh, in and do a, a ridiculous play ah give me a break that was so frustrating there are a lot of frustrating moments that game as a ball.
1: yeah it, it was a very frustrating game i know for myself i was very frustrated after at the end of that game and almost angry but it's like you got to step back a little bit they're 12 and two um hopefully that's just one bad game and we'll see them uh, in a couple of weeks again yeah yeah
0: let's move on to the power rankings of the Canadian Football League after that week. Uh, who's in the basement for you this week?
1: Good old Ottawa's back down in the basement for me. Yeah. They not <laughs> rough, rough bye week for them. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, they have Toronto and BC next. That's pretty much going to ax their season. Like, officially. Uh, yeah. They will be done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's chances. I mean, they're running out, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So... We'll see what they can do if they got Toronto this week, right? So if they can pull it a win there, they still got a chance. But if they lose again, then BC is looking better with Vernon Adams, obviously. So they're not going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not picking them to win this week.
0: Nope. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I have Edmonton at. I also have Ottawa at nine. I have Edmonton at eight. Uh, yeah, they beat Saskatchewan, but I think that's more of a reflection of how crazy garbagey things are in saskatchewan right now rather than is uh, how edmonton's improved any bit but uh yeah i'm keeping edmonton at eight
1: i got edmonton at eight as well and i agree with you on that besides they had eight sacks i mean they dominated that uh o-line of saskatchewan got to fajardo but mm-hmm. i mean they still had 12 penalties for 158 yards like saskatchewan and they also had a uh, blocked punt um yeah. you know so th- there was many uh, reasons for them to lose this game saskatchewan just didn't take advantage and let them stick around so yeah i agree it's more on saskatchewan than edmonton but good to see edmonton pull out that victory yeah it's always fun to see saskatchewan lose <laughs> and they're imploding yeah much love y'all
0: to <laughs> regina who do you got at seven um
1: you know what i got uh, hamilton at number seven um big win of course obviously we just talked about that but uh, not enough yet to, to bump them up too much farther. Uh, we'll see if they can do it two weeks in a row.
0: Yeah, Montreal at seven. Interesting matchup for them coming up the bye week, going against the Ticats for second place-ish, kind of, because uh, of game in hands. And I have Hamilton at six. Uh, and like I mentioned, this could be the turning point of the Ticats season. Uh, positive wake-up call if there ever was one. Uh, so I have them at six. Watch out, CFL. Watch out.
1: Yeah, I got Saskatchewan still at number six there. Um, yeah. Even though I feel like they should be probably farther down that list the way they've played. Yeah. Uh, they haven't won too many games uh, over the last little bit, so they're imploding. Fajardo's getting you know upset because he's getting booed, and you know his comments of "I feel like the whole world is basically against us." Um, dude, you got to toughen up, especially out in uh, Regina. There, they'll turn on you pretty quick if you can't uh, if you don't have tough skin and can handle those boos.
0: Yeah. I have Regina at... Regina. Regina. (laughs) They used to be. Uh, I have them at five. uh, And pretty much only because I respect their roster still. Something could happen. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Jason Moss is doing, but I have them there.
1: I have Montreal at five, so I'll just go to that one. But, yeah, Jason Moss again, though. But that whole offense just wasn't good. You know, they couldn't get the running game going. No O-line no old lines all the year league. but the thing is how did you get that running game going against the bombers like they were that was turning at least in the uh, labor day game it was turning pretty good you yeah. know and then you and then you can't get it going against the elks of all teams so
0: a couple teams have gotten the running game going against the bombers
1: oh well, yeah we've seen Cal- calgary it up
0: so geez and that's a big running back in hamilton too and they're creating holes he was getting one two yards passing line of scrimmage without getting touched
1: it was anyone who was in there you know, but I'm talking about Hill. A, That's a big yeah. back. Yeah,
0: like you need to create big holes for a big man to get through like that untouched. So, Eesh.
1: there was a lot, and there was poor tackling too by the Bombers, so that didn't help either. So, goodness gracious,
0: I got Toronto at four.
1: Yep, Coming same with me. Bye,
0: winnable matchup. So,
1: yeah, yeah they, they should cruise to an easy first in the East in a first round bye. Yeah. I would assume. I, I, I can't so. see them blowing that. Considering yeah. Hamilton and Montreal play each other, right? Unless, unless Montreal wins, I guess, then they're right on Toronto's tails. Uh, but like you say, Toronto's got Ottawa, and we don't expect that no to be a loss. So. No, 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 no. Not,
0: not, not this year. Uh, I got Calgary at three. Yeah, uh, same. You got to do that. Like, it's a surprise loss to BC, but at the same time, we even talked about last week, James Butler, you know, we thought maybe he'd win. They had a better chance next week, but he was a factor, and they pulled it off. And Vernon Adams, of course.
1: Yeah. Butler was great. Uh, Vernon Adams did enough. He, he was solid, not nothing spectacular. Um, you know, he's still got to clean up some things, but it's his first time running that offense and being in a game, um, for Calgary, they're all in five now against BC and Winnipeg, you know? And so they've been a lot of the worst teams. Uh, they, the only other team they beat with a winning or the only team they beat with a winning record is Toronto so far. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're not looking good against these teams. Even though these games are close and they've lost two close ones to BC, they're still in the wrong end. They've now lost a season series to BC. So if it comes down to a tie uh, for that West semi. Yeah.
0: They if I was a gambling man, I would without a doubt, anything under 50 yards, I'd gamble that Parrot is going to make it. Yeah. And he missed a 48-yarder?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: To win the game. So oh, it's going to be a good one next week.
1: Yeah, the rematch, and this time in BC, Vernon Adams, you know, a little bit more comfortable with the offense. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a um, this, thing. This is a big game. Calgary cannot lose this game. Um, Because yeah. otherwise, their chances are pretty slim uh, to host anything. Uh, I mean, obviously, the West final, or the West hosting the West final would be out if they lose. Yeah. But the West semi, you know, would also be uh, lingering in the balance there if they uh, lose this one. I can't see them losing two in a row, but we'll see. We'll no, see. They need to They need one.
0: They usually say it's hard to win a back to back, but when you're bringing in a newer quarterback with more wrinkles in the playbook than you saw the week before, it could be difficult for, uh, or could be easier for BC to win a back to back than usual. Yeah, uh, and of course Winnipeg's still at number one. Tough loss, like we said, we already did our wine and crying, complaining, and whatever belly aching. Uh, but it is time for a bye week.
1: Yeah, still number one for me too. Um, Going back to that BC-Calgary game, did you hear about Cameron Judge sucker-punching Lucky Whitehead in the head? Yeah. And, you know, of all the stuff that was – apparently Whitehead was talking crap about uh, Judge's family or something on the field the whole time. So you don't do that. Yeah, we don't know what the whole story is, but what a crazy situation there. Uh, And then they had an issue – after the game in the parking, parking lot. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, don't wow. talk about someone's family. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you don't want to get, you know, if you want to get an eye jammy, don't do that. <laughs> he deserved that. If he was talking about his family, if that's a truth, yeah. sorry, man, that's a, that's an eye jammy for sure. Uh, and on, in the bye week they got to find a way to stop the blitz. Yeah. Whether they keep a running back in there, uh, because, you know, we even talk about, oh, Andrew Hill was great. Andrew Hill. Andrew Harris was great against <laughs> protecting against the pass rush. Uh, but they don't really leave anyone there no. to chip or help out. Uh, so they got to figure that out. Buck Pierce and the offensive line coach and all that.
1: Yeah. I fully expect that's something to be there. They're looking at for the next couple of weeks over the bye weekend and into the next week uh, for sure. Cleaning that up. Cause Claros has definitely been under pressure and, and teams have now figured that out. If they can get that pressure and bring an extra guy they're they're kind of getting through. So.
0: Well, they went through this through much at all. You think they'd have it in their back pocket already?
1: Yeah. But maybe there's more issues on that old line that they need to fix, but we'll see. We'll see. They got time.
0: Couture. Uh, you want to move on to the NFL? Let's do this. Let's do this. The NFL Lance, Trey Lance out for the season. Uh, that's rough. Jimmy G coming in, saving the day. Uh, Jimmy G doing Jimmy G things. So it's good that they signed him.
1: Well, it helps when your defense doesn't allow any points either. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier to win. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate for Trey Lance. Um, even in that game, I mean, there there was a lot of uh, what is it, read options, zone option plays, or whatever that he was running. And you mm-hmm. know, just it's a lot of power for the guy, and he just doesn't he doesn't know how to protect himself enough yet. Um, and he took some. I mean, he took some good hits against Chicago, and I'm surprised he got up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he took some good ones yesterday too. And you know, one ended up breaking his ankle and, and knocking him out for the year. So. Unfortunate. I don't know. I, you know, Shani didn't seem to even trust him at all anyways for throwing the ball. I mean, they were running more than anything. He had ran more than he actually threw himself. But yeah. I guess it's it, it ends up being good that they ended up keeping Jimmy. At least he got a serv- serviceable quarterback there uh, instead of Nate Sedfeld or something. So we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, back to Jimmy.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> what can I really add to that? It's It's a shame that a young quarterback like that gets taken out uh and that's the dangers of getting a of a running quarterback uh when you do have a lot of those options where he puts it in the running back's belly or he takes it himself he's exposed almost either way um uh, but at the same time that's partially why you drafted him you drafted him for his legs uh so you might have to change that uh, approach
1: yeah it was it, it was always interesting usage of lance anyways o- over this time and a lot of people have said you know um they don't trust him to throw. He's not accurate enough, and all that. And it's just like, you should have seen this in college tape or something. Not trading three first round picks for the guy if that's that's what everyone views him as. But, and then if you don't trust him to throw in a game when he's in there, what's what what was the point of throwing uh, throwing away three first round picks for the guy? So,
0: oh, that was stupid. But yeah, you, there's no way you had to move up for that guy and uh, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could have stayed where you were and just grabbed whoever. Mac Jones still would have been there if you really just wanted a guy. I mean, yeah. so it's that whole trade the whole plays yesterday all that's starting to look terrible for the niners so see what happens
0: dolphins with a crazy comeback yesterday a few com- crazy taking comebacks that next yeah. step six touchdowns in a game my goodness you know we talked about him that was one of our hot topics going into the season will Tua take that next step and he looks like he's taking that next step under mike mcdaniel uh that offense looked dynamic yesterday in that comeback
1: yeah, it was a crazy game at what did they get? 20, 28 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um yeah, he he definitely shone bright in that game and and it didn't look good. And it looked pretty terrible for the most part at first there. But yeah, he he when he got it going, man, getting that ball to Hill, Waddle, man, those two were just amazing in that game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it's crazy to think that the Ravens would blow a game like that in the fourth quarter. Um, Absolutely. I know they're not as their D is not as dominant as past D's have been, but they got That's that shocking. Up. Yeah, they got destroyed. And then even at the end, letting that last drive uh, for a touchdown, you know, that Miami scored two when all they needed was a field goal to send it to overtime. Some big plays again on that drive. And Tua, Tua looked very po- poised in there and didn't look afraid.
0: He's looking. He's using his athleticism.
1: Yeah. He's making his reads, which is
0: crazy. And if his not, reads not there, these guys are running around and making plays for him. Uh how about the Jets? Are you impressed by the Jets? I'm not, but
1: <laughs> it was Cleveland, you know, yeah. how did, I don't know how you blow that game like that like Cleveland did with uh 2 TDs in the last minute 20 it's
0: Cleveland.
1: Know, it's,
0: that's the answer right there. It's That's Cleveland. that's true.
1: That's true. It's still Cleveland. Still the same old Browns, man. Yeah. I mean Sorry, prison Mike, but
0: it's true. <laughs> it's true. They're having a tough time, man.
1: They are, and that's – I mean, they got away with one last week in their first game there against Carolina, hitting that late field goal, but in this one, you know, getting the late touchdown by the Jets and then the recovering the onside and Joe Flacco took uh, took them down for the victory. It's uh, not good in Cleveland right now. That's was we'll see.
0: trashing Joe Flacco. Way to throw it in my face, Joe Flacco. <laughs> I still want to see Chris Strebler out there. And uh, another quarterback that I've been tra- trashing the guy that I don't like to read, Kyler Murray with a crazy – End of the game, him running around in the backfield, making a run for the oh man, that guy's his athleticism. I can't deny that. I can't deny that.
1: No, yeah, he may not study the playbook very well, but he can definitely run around like crazy. Yeah. Uh and he was giving the, the Raiders fits in that second half and they they just couldn't contain him, stop him, anything. And they just you know, the Raiders blew that game, you know, and then, and then they fumble in overtime and Arizona when you're in scoring Renfro. range too, Renfro fumbles and Twice. Um, yeah, he got lucky. He got the first one back, and the second it's one got taken out. Ball, and you, they were, they were in man. field goal range. Absolutely. So, yeah, terrible, terrible ending for the Raiders. They're now zero and two, a big hole in that division. Uh, yeah. You know, and they've already lost to the Chargers in that division. So, yeah, yeah. We'll see. But like, great win? Yeah, Kyler Murray was fantastic. Maybe he doesn't need to read the playbook. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. Uh, against what defense again? Oh, yeah, the Raiders. <laughs> uh you wrote here Bengals in trouble o-line worse than last year is that what you believe
1: wow man we we raved about the uh o-line signings and whatever the Bengals did in the offseason and right the now burrow, burrow is just getting beat up man and he's taking more sacks this year than he did last year so yeah Bengals are in trouble if they can't keep the guy upright um they're in for a long season and and burrow is going to be in some pain
0: Yeah, I think this is a testament also, well, of a couple things. One, it's not easy for an old line to gel. It does not take, and especially when you're not playing that many preseason snaps all together, which we know happens most often than not in the NFL. Uh, These starters are barely getting time with each other, barely getting time with the quarterback. Their timing's not quite there yet. I'm not quite worried. I won't say that they're worse than last year yet, but they're definitely trending that way
1: yeah we'll see as the season goes on for sure but right now it's not looking good and and i mean they're they're own two right now right yeah you know so it's, it's a tough start to their season and you gotta you got you want to keep your franchise quarterback safe and, and healthy to last a season so hopefully it does get better in the next game absolutely absolutely
0: uh it's i think this is all about well i didn't really trash cooper rush I uh, hmm. trash Skip Bayless, who believed in Cooper <laughs> Rush, and Cooper Rush delivered for Skip Bayless. I bet you he's like, "I told you, <laughs> I, t- I told you, Ray." He's saying, "But uh, yeah, Cooper Rush had a decent game."
1: Yeah, he, he managed the game pretty good. He had a good first half, and then they hung on against you know Cincinnati and uh, and taking it in, in overtime, right? Yeah. So yeah, he he did enough, and uh, the D obviously the D for Dallas is pretty good, so. They can help keep these games close enough uh, for Cooper Rush that maybe he doesn't have to do so much as long as he doesn't make any mistakes, he'll be fine.
0: Fifty-yard field goal, I think they won it with.
1: Yeah. So right on. Yeah. Uh,
0: don't forget us. Don't forget to join us next episode where we give you previews and predictions for the upcoming CFL and NFL weeks. Don't forget also to do. No, don't forget to. Don't forget to leave your comments in the comment section uh, about your predictions and your thoughts on NFL and CFL action. You want to talk a little bit of Jets?
1: Might as well. I'm I mean, having this
0: weird thing where I lean over folks in podcast land. My shirt disappears like every so often. <laughs> I shouldn't wear this checkered shirt no more. Anyways, you want to talk about the Jets?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, some interesting stuff happened with the Jets over the last week. So, What say you? Well, first off, we uh, you know start off with Wheeler getting stripped of the captaincy, um, yeah. and the Jets will ride the season without any captain, um, just assistants. And as far as I've heard, I uh, can't remember where I saw it, but Wheeler will not be one of the assistants either. Doesn't so, sound like it. so you're looking, you know, fresh new group. I guess. well. I mean, you're probably keeping Morrissey, shifley with A's at least, right? Um, you know, so we'll see what happens there, but. Interesting turn of events with keeping Wheeler and then stripping the captain away from him and yeah. then not giving him an assistant either.
0: Yeah, I'm not surprised that the captaincy is gone. Uh, it's kind of a kick in the ass for a years ago when we were like, hey, San Jose, uh, was yeah. it San Jose? Where's your captain? Yeah. When they visited us and look what we're cruising the year with all A's. But I think it's a good positive mood. I think it's a way for Rick Bonus to get a bit of control of the room and still not totally disrespect. Blake Wheeler to put the C on someone else right away Uh, so yeah I think it's a culture change that was needed and necessary and I'm not surprised
1: by it at all yeah I'm not usually a huge fan of of having no captain and just having assistance you know maybe they should have made Hellebuck captain like Vancouver did Luongo there quite a few years ago Um, but like, I do agree with you on this bonus has got to come in take some control of this dressing room and and have things go his way Um, and that leads into some other comments with Scheifele. He was on uh, Friedman's podcast and and he kind of talked to a bit of last year um, where he said they didn't know where their direction was last year. Uh, system wise, they didn't know what they were trying to accomplish and why they were trying to accomplish it. Yeah. you know He said there were times it looked messy, disorganized, and unsure of what we were doing. So you know, and maybe that's part of the fact that Pomo came in with a new system, tried a new system on this team after so many years um and it didn't gel right away and then he left and lowry came in and probably put in a different system so it, was, it sounds like it was a whole mess all the way around um from the locker room out to the coaches wherever so so hopefully bonus can correct some of this stuff and 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 bring some hope into this uh next season at least maybe the jets could battle for a playoff spot
0: well, why wouldn't they battle for a playoff start
1: i not think they wouldn't saw, battle for we... a
0: playoff spot because they're in a tough division not because they're not a quality squad
1: yeah, but we saw how it went last year, so hopefully, bonus can bring that together. Let's um, hope. And it starts with these guys, like uh, like Shifley. He's got to he's got to become more of a leader. He's got to um, take more, uh, you know, for his actions. He's got to take more ownership of his actions on the ice and off the ice, yeah. um, and not come across sometimes whiny or whatever. Um, so we'll see. Um, he's got he's got to have a big season, and he's got to come out strong as well, Shifley.
0: Of the young guys, who would you put an A on?
1: Um, I mean, you got Scheifele, you got Morrissey. I'd throw one on possibly on Ehlers. Um, Those are the young
0: guys, eh? Those are the young guys.
1: I'm trying to think who are the other young guys. There's no one else really younger. Sam Gagne? No, he's not that young. Oh, no.
0: He's not (laughs) young at all. Might as well give it to what's-his-name, their backup goalie. (laughs) Dave Riddich. There you go. (laughs) He's been around. He's Big been Big save, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely have more Jets talk at the moment. We'll see what happens. You know me and yeah. my thoughts on Sifley and what he has to say. Prove it on the ice at this point, I'm saying with him. He's been kind of shaky. His not standing behind his words. He was part of the lo- the toxicity that was in the, <laughs> the locker room. So, uh, whatever, bro. Just put it on the ice and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, totally agree. He's He does have to come out firing on all cylinders this this season and and you know and, and showing that he can be a leader and maybe he can be the next captain but yeah. we'll see we'll see how this season goes and how he uh takes control of it
0: yeah funny so you don't think dubois should get an a
1: well i forgot about dubois um i don't know he should but the way uh the way his off season kind of went i know that rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way but you know what i can see them putting an a on him for sure because you know, yeah. not putting an A on him probably rubs him the wrong way, even some more. For sure, he's you know. out the door. For sure, he's so, out the door. So yeah, wow, I totally forgot about Duba. Yeah, there's your young guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought right, he was right, already right, gone. Right. I thought he was in Montreal. We traded. Yeah, him. Yeah, he already, already.
0: <laughs> he has one foot out the door. Uh, <laughs> speaking of captains, they got one in Montreal. Nick Suzuki. Yeah. Saying that he doesn't have to get his French better, and then backing, walking back on those comments, saying, "Oh, I learned some French in Ontario." All right,
1: man. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you want to be a captain in Montreal. or If you're going to be a captain, you got to know some French, and you're going to have to learn some French uh, probably pretty quickly. But uh, don't say you're not going to learn any. No, (laughs) cultural sensitivity courses for
0: this guy (laughs) Uh, right away. Uh, Shout out to the Manitoba Bison football team for beating the UBC Thunderbirds this week, 21-16. I always love when they beat BC teams for some reason.
1: Yeah, it's always nice. They
0: still play Simon (laughs) Fraser. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I remember like Simon Frazier used to play four down ball for a while. And then they came no, that's back. Right, for, eh? Yeah. Then they came back to the CIAU, uh, whatever it's called now, U sports, uh, what, well, that's in which way. Benny, <laughs> do you have anything to say to our friends? <laughs> We're just mumbling
1: along. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, don't forget, subscribe, uh, follow us, uh, check us out. Let us know what you think and, uh, have a good week. And in the famous words of Terrell Owens, I love me some me.
0: Hey, friends and neighbors, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ray Benny Sports, And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think.